For 100 years, the Green Bay Packers have been a benchmark for football excellence. Thousands of players have helped pave the way, and we're here to tell their stories. I'm Wayne Larrabee. This is the Packers Alumni Spotlight. Keith McKenzie already had an NFL pedigree before he became the Packers' seventh-round selection in the 1996 draft. You see, his uncle Reggie was a guard on the famed Buffalo Bills Electric Company offensive lines of the 70s, blocking for O.J. Simpson. A defensive end out of Ball State, the younger McKenzie joined a Green Bay team destined for Super Bowl glory. It was an amazing ride. Uh, you get there, get here, you're the last draft pick of the class, and you know you read the papers and you think, okay, I got a good shot of making the team, and you start reading how good the team is, you're like, oh, well, I got to up my game and up my ante because uh, we were really talented that year. Well, Keith, you were, you were kind of on the cusp of that uh, hybrid position they now call edge rusher, right? Yeah. I mean, where you're either a linebacker or sometimes you're a defensive lineman and you're back and yeah. forth. Uh, talk a little bit about that. I, I came out the wrong time and wrong <laughs> wrong era. I guess right now, if I would have been coming out, I've been perfect for um, today's football game. You know, all the passing and you know, sideline running and stuff, having athletic ends. I came out and, and played in the black and blue division, so I had to learn how to be a run guy and I had to learn how to really be uh, a technician with my, my uh, with my hands and had to play uh, kind of flawless almost for me. You know, not as a uh, player out there, but for me, I had to be as flawless as I had to be because I wasn't, I didn't have the size, and the game was more in between the tackles and downhill, and uh, a lot more. I can't say a lot more physical, but it was a physical game. Uh, Keith, it, it was a big, bigger game. I mean, yeah. especially at the linebacking level and defensive line. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can see offensive line much bigger people than we're seeing today. Correct? Yeah, you could say because now you got to be. Like I said, he's got to be a lot faster. You got guys got to be able to get play in space mm -hmm. more so than we were in our days. Uh, it's not wasn't old school option football, but it was still you know you running power football between the tackles downhill. You play Chicago, you play Tampa, you playing you know Detroit. They're running the football. You know Minnesota with Robert, <laughs> Robert Smith back there. They're running the football, so you know they're going to run the football thirty, maybe thirty-five times a game. So you had to be prepared for that. And those guys were big, so you know it was a little bit different. You know now, you know it's those guys get to run in the football, and, and, and people don't know how to react sometimes. <laughs> Playing with the likes of Reggie White, Santana Dotson, Leroy Butler, and Gilbert Brown. That was pretty heady stuff for a young linebacker. Taught me how to win. Taught me what it takes to win. Um, it, takes, it taught me how to be a competitor. And just being around those guys. Um, you know, being around Reggie, being around Brett, Leroy, Eugene Robinson, you know, Gilbert, Santana, you know, all the guys I played with, you know, those guys, competed in practice. Those guys knew how to work to get to become a champion. And um, I learned from those guys because as a rookie, you sitting back there, and I'm not thrust in the forefront where they need me to play. So I'm kind of sitting back there watching. So I could sit back in the cusp and just watch and see how things was operating, seeing how guys prepare for games, how they got ready during the week of practice, how they took care of themselves, and, and the determination that, you know, you come to a program where 
everybody's talking about winning the Super Bowl, and it's June, you know, and to see it done, you know, see it from the start to the end and it get accomplished, you know, have a goal of winning the Super Bowl and winning it. So it, it, I learned a lot. That's what I learned from those guys. As a rookie on a veteran-laden team, McKenzie saw most of his action on special teams. As a matter of fact, his block on a kick return in Super Bowl 31 sprung Desmond Howard for a key touchdown en route to Howard's MVP performance. Desmond Howard has to back up, can't get the run from the goal line to the 5, to the 10, to the 15, through a hole to the 20, to the 30, outside, to the 40, he made it, it. gone, midfield, to the 40, the 30, the 25, 20, the 10, 5, touchdown for Desmond Howard. All I knew is we had to make a play, Des was fired up, and I knew that we were getting after him on kickoff return, so when they kicked the ball off, um, it just seemed like it opened up, you know, why, like the Red Sea. I, I went to, the guy I was supposed to go originally block got pushed all the way inside on me. So I seen him and I gave him a little shoulder just to make sure he's secure. And then I went to the next level. And we always taught, you know, if you don't, the next level, go find the kicker. So the next kick, the guy was uh, Adam Vinatieri, who is still playing unbelievably. Went and got him and got that and got a little piece of him. And Des finished it off and and made Super Bowl history. So you win the Super Bowl. What kind of, you're a rookie. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh, this is what it's like. <laughs> this is what in the NFL every year. Yeah, it's funny. My uncle who played for OJ Simpson, Reggie McKenzie Block for the part of the electric company, if they call, and he played 13 years in the league. And he was like, your first year, you come in and get a ring. And I played 13 years, and the closest I got was the AFC Championship game when he was with the Seahawks. And I was, I guess, came in the right time. And then the second year we go back, I'm like, man, NFL is not that hard. We just go to Super Bowls every year. <laughs> but, you know, you, you, it was a great time, and it was a great experience. It was something that uh, I'm going to treasure the rest of my life. I wish, you know, I have three boys right now. I wish they could have seen a part of that. But, um you know, it was, a, it was a great time in my life, and it changed my life. You made a second Super Bowl uh, run and got to the Super Bowl and, and fell to John Elway and the Denver Broncos in a tremendous Super Bowl game. Um, to get back, from what you observed, is it harder to get back to a Super Bowl than to make the first one? Or what did you remember from that it's experience? It's hard to get back to the second Super Bowl. I yeah. think the first one, everybody... You get in there, you play well, you have a good season. You know, we were number one offense, number one defense, number one, uh, I think we we're number two very special team. So we, you know, top five in every category in the NFL. And, and you, you're expected to win. Now, everybody knows that you're good. Everybody's geared up to play Green Bay that next year. So that's why I think it's harder to get back because now everybody, you're getting everybody's best punch. You know, before everybody's like, okay, now they're winning. But now they're gearing up, you know, just as Tom Brady and all those guys who go through it. You know, everybody's preparing for that week like it's their Super Bowl, like it's their playoff, even though it might be week three. And that takes a toll after a while, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it takes a toll, you know, and it beats you up. But that, like I said, uh, what I've learned from those guys and how they prepared and how they took care of themselves, and uh, that was, that's why we were able to get back to the Super Bowl. So now you're in coaching. Mm -hmm. And I imagine you take a lot of what you learned from those guys and, and try to implement that into your pupils, correct? Yeah, yeah. I tell those guys, you know, listen, I'm not, I'm not a genius, and I don't claim to be, but all I'm doing is teaching the things that I've learned. 
over my time. You know, I, I'm, I got a degree in history, and so I was like, I'm a historian with football. And so I'm just, just like, the, uh, you, you know, back in the old, old days where, like, there wasn't books and how history was passed was through storytelling. And I said, well, I'm passing you the history I've learned through coaching. You know, the things I've learned from Reggie White, Sean Jones, and Gilbert Brown, and Santana playing up front on a D-line, the techniques, how their mentality was, how they study, how they prepare. That's what I'm teaching you guys, things I've learned that made me successful at that, at that level. So um, I think my, my, my time here has is, 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 is helped me tremendously as a coach. Um, because it's an aspect of the game that sometimes, you know, some coaches, they don't know because they haven't played at that level, you know. But I have, and I'm able to pass that along to my guys. And, I, and they respect me for that, and they play hard. What does it mean to you to be a part of, of this legendary 100 years uh, of this franchise? Uh, it means a lot. Um, I was played here and played in a few, uh, three other franchises, and nothing compares to what, Green Bay is, you know. Uh, I enjoy my time at those other places, those other programs, but Green Bay by far is the tops because the way the organization is, the way the people and the fans are, is unbelievable. It's just, it's a culture. Packer fans are different, you know. They, they're, they're, they'll boo you, but they'll pick you up too at the same time, <laughs> and they're, and they're not rude and not. Like some other places where you go and they just cussing and you understand, you know, Packer fans to me have a little bit more class than a lot of other fans in the in the NFL. Um, it, it, it means a lot to be part of this history, you know, that you added to it. You know, you did your part. You know, I didn't make the program, I didn't make the Super, that, that a Super Bowl team, but I did my part. I did my little bit. We call it at Ball State. We call it our 111, doing your one your job, and I did my little part to help this historic franchise, so, uh, you know, uh, it means a lot to me.